I am really pleased to say that today is a new day in Madison's approach to homeless services. Today, the city and the county embark on a serious and sustained effort to build a permanent, purpose-built shelter for men experiencing homelessness here in Madison. At my direction, city staff undertook an exhaustive search for a site on which we could develop this facility. They investigated dozens of properties, some that were located here in the central part of the city, others more distant, some involving renovation of existing structures, others contemplating new construction. Today, the county executive and I are here to reaffirm our commitment to this worthy project and to identify the site at which we intend to construct a purpose-built men's shelter, which will provide safety, dignity, and opportunity for people experiencing homelessness. For over 30 years, adult men in our community who experienced homelessness sought shelter in the basements of churches in downtown Madison. I am so grateful to Grace Episcopal, St. John's Lutheran, and First United Methodist Churches for allowing people to sleep in bunk beds or in mats on the floor of their basements. These congregations provided a much-needed service to these men and to our community, as did Porchlight, the shelter operator, and the many, many community groups that volunteered, in particular, to prepare and serve meals each evening and morning. We owe them a debt of gratitude, and I want to thank them for their tremendous contributions that they've made to our community. Still, the shelter quarters were cramped and crowded spaces that had become increasingly unable to accommodate this use, a situation that only became more pronounced with the onset of the pandemic in early 2020. And indeed, the pandemic forced their closure. You all know the steps that the city and county took to provide safer shelter arrangements, converting city facilities, first at Warner Park and later at First Street, and contracting with local hotels. But we committed at that time to work together to develop a new facility that could provide emergency shelter and help connect those who need it with stable housing. The site we have selected is the property located at 1902 Bartellin Drive. Why this site? The property is already under the city's control. We purchased it last year. The proposed use is compatible with the zoning. The site provides ample space for us to construct a new building. Because it's a vacant lot, we have the maximum flexibility for a purpose-built design. It has access to public transit with two new BRT stations close by and a short ride to downtown. And it has proximity to other amenities, including food outlets and hopefully soon a new city library and also to employment training opportunities and education. Although we have identified a site, there is much work that lies ahead. Soon a resolution will be introduced to the Common Council seeking approval to move forward with this site and to set the stage for important next steps selecting a design consultant and an operator. City engineering will use a competitive process to choose an architectural engineering firm to develop design plans. We hope to complete that design work by the end of this year with construction to begin shortly thereafter. 
Design work will yield much greater detail about the final construction costs, but the city and county together have already set aside $9 million for this project. City and county staff will soon focus their attention on identifying a shelter operator. And well before construction begins, that organization will join conversations necessary to refine the design details, determine the appropriate mix of services, and discuss budget needs. Lastly, I want to touch briefly on the plans for continuing to provide shelter services until this new facility opens. As some of you know, last month Governor Evers announced a $4 million state grant to support the Madison Public Market, a key piece in the financing of that project planned for the former fleet maintenance facility on First Street. Construction is expected to begin there later this summer. The temporary men's shelter located currently in that facility at First Street will be moved to another site on Zaire Road where it will remain until the new shelter opens. City staff have already begun work to prepare the Zaire Road site for this temporary use. In the coming weeks, city staff will be working with alders to schedule community meetings around both of these projects to provide additional information and seek input from the public. This is a big deal. It's a badly needed resource for our community, and it's been a long time coming. I look forward to working closely with County Executive Parisi, the Common Council, and the County Board, and other community stakeholders to make it a successful project for our entire community. And now it's my pleasure to introduce County Executive Joe Parisi. Thank you, Mayor. Good morning, everyone. Um, can I start by saying what a pleasure it is to be here not talking about the pandemic or COVID or to have hospital representatives with us? It's been quite a couple of years for everyone, that's for sure. And I really appreciate your partnership um, through this challenging time, I guess, to say the least. Um, thank you, Mayor. I'd like to thank the mayor and city staff for all of your hard work, not only today, but throughout the pandemic as we've provided, as we've partnered to provide shelter and other services for our most vulnerable residents. The city has had to pivot more than once in order to provide safe overnight shelter over the past two years. And I wanna recognize the amazing and unsung work performed by staff, some of whom are over there, as well as our shelters provider, Porchlight, who is represented here today, as well as our other community partners. It's been quite a lift. In addition, the city and county, as you know, have partnered together to provide safe respite for people most at risk of severe illness from COVID, as well as safer housing for families during the pandemic. We've worked together to shelter vulnerable residents in hotels, to help those residents and to help those residents find permanent housing, and to infuse tens of millions of dollars into rental assistance for thousands of individuals who would have otherwise faced eviction as a result of circumstances brought on by the pandemic. I'm excited and honored to continue this partnership during this next phase in which we develop a purpose-built night shelter. Citing a shelter is never easy and city staff have gone above and beyond during the most difficult times to get this done. Shelter, as we all know, is not a final solution in and of itself. It is, however, critical to our overall continuum of services needed to keep people safe and on the path to becoming housed. I'd like to once again thank the mayor, city and county staff, and our nonprofit partners 
for your dedication to making a difference in the lives of our neighbors who need us most. Thank you. We'd be happy to answer any questions. Or did you have another statement? Yep. No, we'd be happy to answer questions. We have staff here from uh, community development and economic development. Uh, if you have any questions. This is a stone throws away from Rindell Park. Was that a factor in this, the decision making? It, it was, I think, in a number of ways. Um, if all goes well, uh, we're planning to build a library there, which will be a critical resource for that entire community. Um, and it's always nice to be sited near amenities. But honestly, we looked at a very long list of sites that were farther to and closer to a whole variety of amenities. And this, I think, provides the right mix um, of availability, um, the time frame in which we can deliver the shelter, um, and the access to various amenities. One um, during the encampment at Rindell Park, uh, there was a lot of concern about pedestrian traffic across East Washington. In fact, there were a couple of fatalities in that. Are you concerned about Highway 51 and what that might play into it? I'm not. I think it's very important to understand that this is not going to be anything like an encampment, right? This is a purpose-built shelter for people experiencing homelessness. It's a very, very different situation. Other questions? What's the main difference? Can you explain? Is it because it's a permanent building versus? That's an excellent question. So people often ask what it means to be purpose-built. Um, and I'd ask you to contrast the difference between putting mattresses on a gymnasium floor and building a building where you are expecting people to sleep on a regular basis, right? We're, we are purposefully building a shelter to give people a place to go and to connect to services and to connect to permanent housing. So we get to start from the ground up to think about what this population needs and how to design that into the building. And that I think is actually the most exciting thing about this project. Madison has never experienced this. We don't have anything like it. In fact, I don't think we have anything like it in the state of Wisconsin. So this is something new We'll be learning from examples in other states for sure, uh, but we, we've never experienced having a shelter that is specifically designed to help and house this population. And I think that's really exciting. Just for logistics purposes, this was an old sports pub, correct? It was, yes. Okay, yeah. Just make sure I have the You can first. still see the sand from the volleyball. Well, that's, that's another excellent question. We have a whole ecosystem of resources for people experiencing homelessness in our community. We currently have a women and family shelter on East Washington. Right now, we're actually uh, housing families in an old nursing home um, out on the east side. So um, this is the missing piece right now, um, to have a shelter that is, that is primarily for men. Uh, we'll continue to have a women's shelter and a family shelter. Um, and we'll continue to have the other solutions uh, that exist in our community. For example, the OM Village with the tiny houses. Um, right now, we've got the urban campground at Derry Drive. That will continue for, I would say, at least another year, possibly longer than that. This is one piece in the solution set, but it's a really important piece that we've been lacking. Any other questions? Do you have a plan to get homeless there? to communicate out to homeless that are in the streets to get them to this resource? Sure.
that will rely on uh, the process of picking an operator and building out uh, the set of services that are available. We're a little ways from that. And I don't want to get too far ahead of that process, but once we do have a partnership uh, of who's going to operate the site, then we'll start working on how do we connect with this community uh, best and uh, make them aware of what's available to them. You may have addressed this already. Will this leave any of the other sites, such as the um, old garage on First Street or any other um, sites that have been used as temporary housing? Yes. So our plan is to uh, move from the First Street site to Zaire Road as another temporary shelter um, yet this year. And we will continue to have the overnight shelter at Zaire Road until this building is built and open. And then that will close as a shelter site. The First Street site will close uh, hopefully yet this year. And this will be this, the site uh, for a purpose-built shelter. And for funding, is this a county, city um, effort? Or is the city flipping the bill? Is the county flipping the bill? So we're, we're both contributing on the capital side. Um, and uh, we'll, we don't quite know what the price tag is uh, until we have it designed. Um, so that's a future conversation. Uh, but yes, we, we are partnering on this. How many resolutions might you still have to go through until you can say it's 100% happening? So my understanding is that we are about to introduce a resolution that authorizes us to use this site to select um, an architect and engineering firm uh, to do the plans and construction and then to select an operator, which is the three things that we'll need to actually get to construction and then opening the doors. So we should just have one more level of approval. Now, going forward, obviously, um, the operating expenses will need to be included in budgets, and there'll be future votes on that. Anything else? All right. Thank you all for coming. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe.